We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that will move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Welcome to Reinventing Thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter and I am really happy that you are here today because for those of you that are getting close or maybe have already turned the page on this, this episode is called So This Is 50. And the reason why I've titled this one So This Is 50 is because of today, the day that I'm recording this, it is actually my 50th birthday. And so, yes, I am starting a new chapter. I'm starting a new decade. And quite honestly, there's a lot um, that has kind of built up to this day. And looking at going forward, of what, what do I want this next decade to look like? But for today, we're going to just talk, dive into some priorities that I have put in place the past years to really set me up for 50. And I bring this up because it, it is never too late to prioritize things in your life. It is never too late to reinvent yourself in some way. And I want to share just some of those priorities. And I'm just going through three of them today that perhaps will set you up for your next decade or perhaps just even the next 365 days. You don't have to wait until your birthday to do this, right? It, it, you can do it at any moment, any moment that you decide. Now, as I mentioned, there's a lot, there's a lot of emotion like moving up here to the, this new number. And, and why? Because like in my heart, I don't feel like I'm that, that calendar age. I, our son just graduated from college, our oldest son, and being there this weekend, it was like, my gosh, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago that I graduated from college. And to be back in, in that atmosphere, that college atmosphere, it would just, like it all just came flooding back. It was so easy. Now, he didn't go to the same college that my husband and I went to, but it was very easy just to relate to their life and their experiences and all the fun and and everything that went into college life. So when I look at the calendar now and knowing that, oh my gosh, the, the 50 marker is here, 
like there was a lot of emotion that um, went into this. And, and not only that, it's this place where, dang, you know, for if you're a woman listening to this, hormones can run rampant and they can be out of control and super crazy. And let's face it, that does not help in setting us up for um, the best situation that we want when it comes to 50. Um, there's also this feeling of, my gosh, you know, have I experienced enough of life? You know, you almost feel like you have this place, this space of, I feel like I'm running out of time. And, and it's really just like, it's a, it's a bogus story that's starting to show up in your life. But perhaps it's also just a reminder of, what what do you want to do, right? Like what fulfills you? What brings you joy and happiness? What just oozes from your heart and that you just have such a deep passion for it? And again, it all comes back to like reinventing ourselves, And we can do it in an instant. We pivot all the time. Sometimes those pivots are big into something um, perhaps a job change, uh, a transition of some sort, you're starting your own business, whatever that is, or it could just be small in that, oh my gosh, you know, I'm 50, I'm going to pivot, and this is the one thing I'm going to do today to set me up for success. So again, I can't tell you this enough. It is never too late. And ironically, yesterday, every day, I try to go through... Um, Oh, it's not called, it's um, A Year of Miracles by Marianne Williamson. It's not The Course of Miracles. But I try to do one every day. Now, am I perfect? No, but this was my New Year's resolution, was that I wanted to do one of these um, readings a day and reflect on it. And yesterday, of all days, it was, it is never too late. That message was there. It was loud and clear. So, Really excited to share this episode with you because perhaps it will land with you in some way and perhaps it will inspire you to take action and do something different and God darn it, not let a number dictate the rest of your life. Not let the, um, not conform to what the majority of people have done given whatever number you are, whatever the calendar says, right? Like that is something that I just, I'll get into it, but I'm not going to conform. I have set myself up for um, a great experience at 50 and beyond, and I don't have any intention of stopping that. So the last, every year, um, well, every seven years, your body Um, regenerates itself in some ways. So I've spent, you know, the last decade plus essentially setting myself up up for who I am and what I am today from a cellular level. Now, I have prioritized these things in my life. So this is why my 50 looks like it does. Again, 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 like I'm going to like beat this until it like just lands in you on a deep level. Like it is never too late. It's not too late. So if you're carrying around that story, like ditch it, get rid of it. It is not serving you. You can implement any of these priorities at any moment. It really just comes down to I'm going to decide 
and I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to let anything stand in my way. And yes, I'm going to have all this garbage that's going to come up because that's what happens when we start reinventing ourselves. But I'm going to get support and I'm going to work through it. And on the other end of this is where I'm going to live as I'm going through it because I'm going to live in the vision of what I want and not what I don't want. Okay, so the three things that really set me up for, so this is 50. Now, if you notice the image that I included with this video, it is the outside, right? It is that physical health of what you can look like at 50. Now, I want you to remember that that's a side effect. <laughs> Honestly, that is a side effect. So let's get into my first priority. And you probably can guess it already, but my first priority, and, and again, these aren't necessarily in any order. It's almost like they're, they're a circle. And, and that circle, that pie is cut into three slices, and they all cohesively work together, and they also overlap. Um, so again, this is a, not in any um, numerical order in a sense of ranking. It's more of these are just the priorities. So number one I, that I've prioritized to set me up for 50 is my physical health. And so many people look at physical health as a sacrifice. And here's how I look at it is if we don't take care of ourselves, what else matters? Right? If we're feeling like crap, if we can't do the things that we want to do, what, what, what else matters? And so, yes, I have given things up. So, like, I am not a big drinker anymore. And, and you know, college years, okay, I wouldn't even consider myself a really big drinker then. But, like, I had my share of, of drinks, right? And now it just, like, it doesn't serve me. It, it just doesn't serve me. So, um, it also interrupts my hormones, like it interferes with my hormones, and I, I know that is a trigger, but this weekend, we were celebrating my son's, you know, graduation, I had a few drinks, and guess what, like I slept like crap that night, and, and it was so predictable, it was so predictable, however, going forward, like I know that it's just, it's not a priority for me, Alcohol just isn't a priority. Do I love a, a glass of wine every now and then? Yes, I certainly do. But I will pay the consequences of having that. And so I got to a point where it was, mm, I want to feel good, right? I want to feel good on the inside. And so I have limited that to a very small portion in my entire year. It just, because I don't like the way I feel. Um, I've also incorporated when I think of my physical health that it is progress over perfection. It is, I am not perfect by any means. It, it just, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. But when I slip in some ways, that is an opportunity for me to look at, okay, why did I slip? What is holding me back? What, are there some hidden beliefs there? Is there something that I need to clear? on an emotional, energetic level, and I'll get to that later in this podcast, but is that something that is holding me back for a different reason? So think about that when you are, you know, looking at your physical health. Um, I really, my focus really was, how do I want to feel on the inside? 
And I want to, I, I want to feel like I've never felt before. I want to feel radiant. I want to feel, have that vibrant energy. And there are things that I put in my body that will deplete that radiant um, energy, that vibrant energy in an instant. And I know it. And I know it. And I sometimes, I still do it. But I'm conscious of it. So I'm not doing it from a space of um, trying to get rid of something or trying to stuff something or trying to deal with stress in that way. I'm doing it more, okay, consciously. I know I'm going to do this. And I might have a consequence for it, right? Um, so when I focus so much on how I feel on the inside, again, physically, the outside is just a side effect. That wasn't my focus. That wasn't my priority. It was, I want to feel good on the inside, especially when I'm going, when I'm going through these hormonal changes, right? Like, honestly, this isn't fun. And there are plenty of times I've told my husband, like, I'll switch with you. Like, this, this isn't great by any means. But I know it's my responsibility to, like, kind of figure out my body, figure out what works for me, and try to get this, this transition under control in some way, right? Um, because I, I don't, um, again, like, I want to feel good on the inside. I want to have the best experience I can while I'm here on Earth. And I want to feel good doing it. Now, I want you to also keep in mind, because I focused on how I feel on the inside, and I really worked hard at it, like, I, it has been since 2010, and this is no lie, since I've had any pharmaceuticals or anything over the counter. Like, my body, it, it just doesn't require it. And so, I'm already setting myself up for the next decade, okay? so. I want you just like kind of um, to think about how, how do you want to feel on the inside? What are you doing for your physical health? What could you adopt progress over perfection? Could you essentially sacrifice some things that you are doing to your physical, you know, like you're impacting your physical health? Could you potentially sacrifice some of those to feel like you have never felt before? Because that ultimately is the decision you have to make. Because when you feel good on the inside, the, the side effect is the result on the outside. Okay. Um, I am going to share with you like four different things that I've really kind of upped in, in the last probably mm, since January. Okay. Um, Obviously, I've, I'm, I'm watching what I'm, what I'm eating. I'm trying to stay as um, whole food. You know, if it grows in nature, it's good. If it's processed, mm, no, right? And, and again, I'm not perfect. I am not perfect. However, I've had to also help um, up my healthy fats. Um, I was not getting enough fat. And that was impacting me. So I have um, up that with avocados, with grass-fed butter, um, really being conscious of that. I've also um, increased some mineral intake by using Himalayan salt. Um, that, that has helped me tremendously as well. Um, I also have had to up my protein. 
Now, I do use a protein shake, and the shake that I had that had a lower amount of protein, so I did up that. Um, I also use, or I also um, have increased just my intake of foods with protein. Now, I am not a big meat eater in terms of like red meat, um, even pork at, at times, like I, it doesn't sit well with me. Um, so I rarely eat red meat. So that has been um, a challenge for me because um, I was encouraged to eat um, more fattier meats so that that healthy fat and the protein would be balanced a little bit more. Um, couldn't, I just like, I couldn't do it. I tried, what did I try? I actually tried um, grass-fed beef, uh, that, the texture of it just, and, and just from a gut perspective, like it didn't, it didn't work for me. So I do, um, I do eat more eggs. I do eat um, birds, chicken, um, turkey. Uh, again, I'm really conscious of that. Try to get organic and make sure that um, hormones and antibiotics are not part of those. And um, I do eat some um, nitrate-free um, turkey bacon just to kind of keep my, my protein up. And that has helped tremendously as well. So one thing, you know, we have to realize, um, especially for women, and I believe it's like age 29, that once we hit 29, we start to, to lose um, muscle, and that muscle is replaced by body fat. And as we age, obviously, that's um, uh, a difference. So making sure that protein is high has worked for me, and um, I'm doing just some different exercise routines that are increasing my muscle mass. Um, the second thing, or the third thing, is that I am big on detoxification. Uh, there is so much toxicity in our food, our water, the air we breathe, the chemicals that, you know, are in our air, what we put on our skin that, that gets um, absor absorbed through our skin, like all of that. So I am big on detoxifying our body, and I do that on a regular basis. So that has helped set me up. Um, that has been really good. Um, I, I actually went through a two-day detoxification last week, and I told my husband, like, oh, my gosh, I slept so good. It was so great. Like, if I could do this every day, I probably would, right? But uh, obviously, that isn't, um, from a health perspective, isn't something you do every day. However, the results of that feel good. And there are times in my life where I remember thinking, I didn't know, like, I felt so bad until I started feeling really good. Um, and then the last thing is that I have added collagen, um, a new collagen product that I absolutely love. Um, I've added that to my routine, which has really helped with um, my with achy joints, um, obviously has helped with some skincare issues. Um, uh, just like I love it. So that has been part of my routine as well. Now, one thing I also got very diligent on when it comes to my physical health is that I have logged everything. Now, I did this about a year ago, but I was kind of um, scattered with it. Now, since March, maybe, like I log everything. I log what I wear at night to go to sleep. I, wear, I log what my sleep pattern is. I log every food that goes in my body. I log every drink that goes in my body because I really wanted to look at, and I wanted to get honest with myself of, okay, what, what is impacting my body? 
And so being able to do this now for nearly two months, like I can go back and look and it like it coordinates with my cycle. So when I look at um, past months, it's easy to be like, okay, I need to shift this on this section of my cycle because I know these my hormones are going a little bit crazy. Now, I'm not going to get into um, detail about um, all of that, that we can certainly chat about that on a different episode, but just know that logging your intake of food, drinks, sleep patterns will serve you greatly in knowing what you need to shift and what you need to adjust. So this first thing of setting me up, myself up for 50, it was all about my physical health. And again, it was focusing on how I wanted to feel on the inside. And that is how I transformed the outside and kept the outside the way that like I want it to be. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, the second thing that I've prioritized to set me up for 50 is that I was, I'm very conscious of my mindset health. And I, with the last 10 years, maybe even a little bit more, like I have done a ton of inner work and really focusing on my mindset, um, focusing on my consciousness, really learning to tap back into my intuitive self and trusting my inner knowing, trusting myself on a deep level, reconnecting to the truest essence of who I am. Because let's face it, over time, we become disconnected from our true self. We become disconnected when we start like questioning ourselves, when we let our ego mind run the show, when we don't pause and, and just listen for that inner knowing. And when we race around with, with a chicken with our head cut off, when we don't prioritize ourselves in any way, like all of that depletes our mindset health. And so I talked about before, you know, like, um, really looking at our beliefs and, and debunking our beliefs. And one of those things is like, I am not conforming to a typical 50 year old. I'm just not. And, and it's so interesting because um, I had, what was that? My health risk assessment for my, my husband's employer. And we do that like once a year, I think. And this last time that I went, so I was 49, right? The last time that I went, the, the nurse that took my blood work and did my testing and all my cholesterol and whatever, all that other stuff that, that they do, she was like, and what are you taking for medication? And I'm like, I don't take anything for medication. I don't take any medications. And she asked me again, like, are you sure? Like, what do you, and I'm like, no, I, I, I don't take anything. And then my results came back and she was like, I can't believe this. I don't ever see people your age, one, not being on medication and two, having results like you have. And again, it, it's, it's, uh, it's that physical health, but it's also my mindset health. Like I am not going to be a typical 50 year old. It just, I'm not, I'm not. And people that are older than me, you know, look back, well, you know, you're, you're only 50, you know, because they're now they're older or whatever. Well, okay, you had that opportunity at 50 as well, and you chose not to do it, right? So again, we have to start questioning our beliefs. We have to debunk some of these beliefs or what are holding us back. And we have to make a shift 
in our physical health to set ourselves up for the best possible age that we want to be at. Like we want to feel good at whatever age we are. What is holding us back? A lot of times too, when I think of my mindset health, I question things in the fact that, hmm, how is this serving me? So when I have beliefs that come up, when I have something that wants to stand in the way of who I am, what I'm doing, it is, hmm, how is this serving me? And what can I do to reconnect back to my, the truest essence of who I am? Because I also want you to look at the word disease, dis-ease, disease. Like when we start to develop dis- disease, it's also a disconnection from ease. Like we should have ease in our body. What are we doing? What kind of turmoil is going on in our body? What kind of things are happening in our life where we're having this energy land in us and it's creating some disconnection, some dis-ease? Okay, so that's number two. So number one was physical health was something that I prioritized. Number two was physical or mental, my mindset health. Number three is my energetic health. Now, what do I mean by energetic health? Well, everything in life, physical and non-physical, when you break it down into the smallest part, it's an energy. And there's a vibrational frequency that goes with each energy. Even emotions. Emotions are energy in motion. Some emotions serve us at a higher frequency. Some emotions serve us at a lower frequency. But when I started looking at my energetic health, it was the questions of, how do I want to show up? How do I want to show up? Do I want to show up in these energy levels that are a low frequency? And and we remember, like, like attracts like. So if I am operating in this low frequency, guess what? I'm going to have things that are a direct match to that. And, and things that just don't serve me, that I, that I don't want. And so then I also need to ask myself, well, how am I aligning myself with what I do want? That higher vibrational energy. What am I doing? How is that serving me? And so if I have a mismatch in some way, I need to sit in that space and and think about, okay, what do I want to do? How do I shift this? How do I move this energy? Because energy is meant to move. When we don't process feelings, when we don't process emotions, when we let that land within us, we're creating that disconnection. And so it's so very important, especially as women, right, that, that we process all of this that we move through this, that we move this emotion in some way. Now, sometimes, don't get me wrong, because this was the space I was in for many, many months before this whole reinventing thyself came to me, but it's this space of, you know, like, um, you're wanting to figure it out so that you can move on, yet you know you have to stay in this void, in this space, until it feels completely aligned because that ego self doesn't like that space. 
that ego self wants to move on and and move into that okay let's go let's let's get on with it but if it isn't completely aligned it's a crash and burn so staying in that space to figure it out and knowing that when i move forward it feels completely aligned with my heart and soul is going to make a significant difference one of those things when it comes to energetic health is learning to let go of control and like that is something that is super challenging and has been very challenging for me but it is again like progress over perfection progress over perfection and so when i think about my energetic health i really it doesn't feel good for me to vibrate in those lower frequency energies and so if i am eating crap guess what i'm vibrating at that lower frequency because the crap food that i'm eating is a direct match to that frequency and so I, are you beginning to kind of see how all of the these three priorities are overlapping that really are cohesive that collaborate with each other and so when you think of your energetic health it, it's more than just being positive it's really having this consciousness of where i want to be how i want to show up now don't get me wrong there are times where if i'm if i'm just not feeling it i'm not going to force myself into a higher energy just for the sake of being at a higher energy because it ha- because wherever i'm at has a lesson has there's an opportunity there for me to grow and i'm going to take advantage of that opportunity because when I work through that, I can transform that energy into something that serves me greater. So a couple, you know, questions that you might want to think about is, you know, how do I want my energy to radiate to others? Is it the low frequency or is it a higher frequency? How do I want to show up? What kind of energy do you want to show up? And then how do I want to align myself with what I want to achieve? So this is 50 for me, right? Because I have aligned myself with what I truly want. I want to be radiant. I want to have that vibrant energy. I want to feel good on the inside. I want to have the side effect of looking good on the outside. Looking good again, looking good on the outside wasn't the priority. It was how I feel on the inside. And so all this work of these three areas is why my 50 may look different than somebody else's 50. But again, guess what? It is never too late. Never too late. And if you are living into the space of, I'm too old, Stop it. Just stop it because it isn't serving you. Go forward today and make that decision of how do you want to set yourself up 
How do you want to set yourself up for the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, the next decade? Because you don't have to wait till, until your birthday to figure that out. You don't have to wait until your birthday to make that decision. And I guarantee you, if you're watching this video or listening to this podcast, it is because you are ready to pivot. You are ready to reinvent yourself in some way. So let's do a quick recap here. The three things that I prioritize to set me up for my 50th birthday is one, I prioritize my physical health. And if you're looking for some support, given like some of the shifts I, I changed, um, some of the products that I've added, um, feel free to reach out to me. The message or the way to message me is in the description or the show notes. There's links there. There's also a link directly to um, some some other information that you might be interested in. So number one was my physical health. Number two was my mindset health. And again, if you're looking for some support around that, make sure you get message me. And number three is our energetic health of how we really want to show up. So again, if you want support around that, be sure to message me. I'd be happy to hop on a call with you to support you in any way I can. Now, all of this is all about reinventing ourselves, right? Like, and when we have that feeling of, I have to do something different, boom, that is your sign that you should pivot. You should step into that space of reinventing yourself. Like the time is now. The pivot doesn't show up if it wasn't meant to be, to lean into, to move into that direction. So how about some shortcuts, right? Would you like some shortcuts into reinventing thyself? Well, grab those. You can download that at www.reinventingthyself.com. I've also stuck the link in the description and the show notes. So that's it for today. I think I've gone on a little bit longer than what I had anticipated, but again, like you're listening to this, you're watching this because Something resonated with you at a deep level and you're ready to shift. You're ready to reinvent yourself in some way. And I am super excited for you. Would love to support you. Grab that download. Oh, and within that download is a link where you can actually book a call, a 20-minute reinventing call as well. So with that, I hope you have the most amazing day ever. So this is 50. This is what 50 looks like for me. And it feels really, really good. Have an amazing day. Never stop being amazing. And embrace the newness of reinventing yourself. Take care. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure, or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. 
One last thing. I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.